Welcome. We're glad you're here. I'm Cass Thomas. And for the next hour, you'll be part of the program Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. Join me and Monish Malotra as we take you on a discovery about what keeps people in this never-ending cycle of love, sex, and other drugs. You can break the cycle. Starting now. Let it walk. Hello, hello, and welcome. This is Cass, and I'm here with my buddy Monish. How are you, Mr. Monish? How are you, my dear? I am so well, Cass, and hello, listeners. How are you all today, this evening, today, tonight? Today, this evening, tonight, the first day, evening, night of the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we are talking about all the different areas of love, sex, other drugs, and beyond. And today we were, would like to talk a bit about triggers. Absolutely. So, I am here in beautiful Costa Rica and surrounded by just this immense, abundant nature, beauty, horses, volcanoes and clouds and river streams and sloths and frogs and snakes and whatnot. And beautiful cows. <laughs> and lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> Those ones I haven't seen yet, but sure. <laughs> and yeah, and Close your eyes. <laughs> and let's pretend that we're both counting sheep. Close your eyes and I will close mine. <laughs> That's a lovely song also by the lovely Nina Freela, who does our Shaking Free song intro. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm, um, we're both around such amazing nature. I'm uh, on the seaside here in Italy at Spelonga. Um, and did I tell you about this amazing split mountain they have? No. Here. Who tell? <laughs> yeah. There's a, um, there's a split mountain. It's called an Italian Montagna Spaccata. And basically the legend is that when Christ was attached to the cross, there were three splits in the mountain at that very time. And I just went to visit it. It's so amazing. You know, any place that you go where people have such beliefs and such um, hopes and such feelings and emotions, they're all that energy is in those places, you know, whether it's a legend, whether it's the truth, whatever the people have contributed energetically to building this place. And it is just um, beautiful. And what triggers a split in your life, right? What triggers a split in your relationships? What triggers... What triggers? I think we're having a little bit of a network issue here. So I'll fill in for Castle then. So what she was talking about, listeners, is what is it that creates the trigger? And particularly in this section, we speak about the witch. Right. Oh, Cass is back. <laughs> we lost. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. You, you did. Oh, my God. I was so poetic. And it was- hi. Yeah, hi. Technology. So any, yeah. Anyway, I was just talking about this mountain and these, um, the split in the mountain and what triggered the split. 
um, in the mountain. Uh, and legend has it that that attaching Christ to the cross, um, all the judgments projected at him and what divided this beautiful mountain in two. But just because it's split doesn't mean there can't be harmony and communication. Uh, so what about the triggers that cause us to split and separate from us? That's what was <laughs> my question. Yeah, and from ourselves and from others, and, and how can we use those still to move forward and create something different? So what is, what is a trigger? What is a trigger is an absolutely brilliant question. As I've been looking at it recently more profoundly in the sense that is trigger always a negative connotation? Is it a wake-up call? Or is it actually an opportunity, a possibility to use it and frack the insanity? Now, that is the latest tool that we've been speaking about in Access Consciousness. And as I said, I'm here for the facilitator's training. So one of the things that we become aware about is that, you know, how you use the fracking to frack the foundation, the form and structure, the stepping stone, the deity, whatever you want to call it, that solidity under your feet and melt it away so that the fuel of your life, the fuel of the earth can just come through, pull through you and reach to you. So what is it about the triggers? If we are being present with those, can we actually catch ourselves in that moment and say, hey, I'm going into a trigger now. How can I use this to create something greater? How can I use yeah. this to frack the insanity? How can I use it yeah. to create something? Rather Absolutely. than to the judgment and depression of it. <laughs> right. And sometimes people so often, you're so right. They assume that a trigger, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, they assume that a trigger um, is something uh, that then when acted upon can kill you. But mm -hmm. there's also things that trigger memory. Mm -hmm. There's things that trigger happy memories. Mm -hmm. There's also things that trigger uh, motivation, right? Mm -hmm. So what if it's not all about um, going into reaction? What if something triggers you? to choose action. Exactly, Cass. And I even want to expand on that. Uh, would you really be triggered if there was nothing underneath that? So how about you look at it, the trigger is a sign, there is something underneath that, whether good or bad or polarity, or even the fuel of your life that you've been resisting some beautiful energy that you've not been willing to access. So every time you go into a trigger or reaction, you might want to ask this question, is there a potency here? Is there something greater here that I'm not willing to access or even look at or acknowledge? And if I was willing to look at, how will that change my life? How will this reality show up for me? And everything that doesn't allow us to know, be perceived and receive that, and please destroy and uncreate it all times of God's uh, Absolutely, yes. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, talking about online shorts, boys and beyonds. Right. And, you know, just what is a, a trigger? A trigger is something that is um, the turning point, isn't it? Potentially the turning point that can get you to move forward or to move backward or to stay stuck, 
right? So what are the triggers um, in your life that stop you, right? Exactly. And we can even simplify this in very observatory terms. What is it that urges you to go take another chocolate? <laughs> is, is food your trigger? Is anger your trigger? Is cigarette your trigger? Is alcohol your trigger? Is drugs your trigger? Is sex your trigger? Is an emotion your trigger? What is it? What is the coping mechanism you have created in your life that you try and resolve with those triggers? And what if you can recognize that those triggers are only just information and being present with that and keeping your barriers down, you can actually go beyond it simply within a matter of moments, if not seconds. Yeah. Yeah, I love that you said that too. Like, um, is there something behind the trigger or underneath the trigger um, that you haven't um, been willing to look at uh, or you've been avoiding, you know, so that you would rather take the short response to the trigger, which is mm -hmm. reaction, mm -hmm. right? Instead of exploring deeper, um, what is it that I'm not willing to look at here? Mm -hmm. uh, that if I were willing to look at it, would turn this trigger into an awareness instead of a limitation. Mm -hmm. and and so everything <laughs> that is, everything that is, everywhere we are allowing triggers to limit us instead of um, expand our awareness about us and everything and everyone around us. And <laughs> we just try to create all that. Absolutely. Times right and wrong, good and bad, broad and dark, all my shows. Poisons. And one of the things that you said that what if trigger is already an awareness, which we are just misidentifying and misinterpreting? And how Gary says when two men are fighting, it's usually the sexual energy between them that drives to a fight, but they will never be able to acknowledge or they're not willing to acknowledge that there is that sense of communion that exchange of that se sexual energy, which is usually looked down upon in this reality. They don't have to be gay to exchange that sexual energy, but they, right. and they avoid that. Right, right. Or to acknowledge that sexual energy because exchange, mm -hmm. people think that it's actually an act. You don't even have to do anything. Exactly. Um, what if you were willing to ride the wave of that trigger, of that stimulation, of that, because trigger is, is actually like stimulation, isn't it? Being stimulated. Absolutely. When we're talking about uh, people, there is also the trigger on a gun, <laughs> right? <laughs> so what if trigger can turn into an energetic massage for you that will just allow you to go deeper and release all that hidden, secret, invisible, covert, unseen, unacknowledged, undisclosed, and ah, I'm forgetting the last you. Unseen, unacknowledged, undisclosed, and unsaid. Tension yeah. that you've not yeah. yet put words to. <laughs> and, and access to call that shiku. Yes. Yeah. And so much of that we've just, um, we've buried underneath. Mm. Mm. Right. So, and, you know, what if, what if we could, yeah. What if um, every time something triggers you, um, something stimulates you, you know, you don't have to go into a head trip and, figure it out, but at least recognize it. Hey, wait a minute, I'm going into reaction here, or I'm, I've got an adrenaline rush here, or I've um, got a resistance here, or you know, <laughs> I'm really excited here, or um, you know, because not only do we get triggered 
by certain things, but we also get triggered by triggers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right? We get triggered by stimulations. You know, you get stimulated in a certain way and your reaction to that is um, sometimes to cut off that stimulation. So the stimulation triggers you to shut down. Yeah. And I even want to just expand on what you just said that, you know, do you get into a head trip or do you get into a heart trip where you start producing and manufacture points of view related to feelings, emotions, or do you go into your crotch tripping, <laughs> thinking about sex, how to avoid this situation? Let me go have sex <laughs> and everything will be fine. So we go into that fantastic reality, um, a fictional reality rather, you know, even I go to say incarceration in the sense that we try our best to avoid what is in order to never be able to deal with it, which creates either the head trip or the heart trip or even the crotch trip. And folks, none of it is wrong. All of this is information to actually empower you to let you know that this is something that might be going on with you. And before you get into the judgment on the wrongness of it, if you, before you open that door, that back door of just sneaking out and not looking at the issue, if you're willing to just take one, maybe two or three deep breaths and say, okay, so this is what is going on. I'm experiencing or perceiving this trigger. What is this? What can I do with this? Can I change it? If so, how do I change it? These are the four questions that can actually be a lifeline to changing anything. It sounds so simple, but it is effective. And because it sounds so simple, not too many people implement it. But folks, trust me, if you're willing to, you try this on, you can change anything in your life. What do you say, Cass? Uh, absolutely. And these are these uh, tools we're sharing here are part of um, the, a lot of them part of the foundation mm -hmm. uh, of Access Consciousness. And there's, there's a, it's a four-day class, the foundation, and it's full, full, full of um, the manuals, lots of tools that you can really use to change your perspective on things and really have a fresh start. And after this training, Onish will be joining the certified facilitators. As of today. able to, as of today, you get your license. How does it get any better than that? It does To it. be teaching um, these. And who knows, maybe one day we'll be teaching, facilitating one today together. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Maybe very, very yeah. soon. <laughs> And yeah. you can look this up. We both have our, we both have our websites, cassthomas.com, munishmalotra.com. And you can even send us an email on cassandmunish.com, oh, sorry, cassandmunish at gmail.com and beyondlovesexandotherdrugs at gmail.com. If we can contribute to you in any way, whether it's a session or a chat or a symphony sessions or a foundation class in your city, invite us and who knows, we'll be with you right there exactly exactly <laughs> and we've been um really uh, getting a lot of positive comments i'd like to really thank you guys for that exactly. um from people and um saying how much these shows have been helping so how does it get any better than that exactly. and uh yeah and what else is possible yeah today we're talking about triggers and what mm -hmm. triggers you and how you can use triggers um not 
just to go into reaction and stop yourself, but even to go forward. We're going to take a little break now, right? Uh-huh, exactly. Uh, and we'll be back in a moment. Don't go away. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. This is Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. If you are listening to the live show today, you can call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You can also send us an email to Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs at gmail.com. Now, let's continue this week's discussion. Hello, Hello. and Hello. welcome back. back. <laughs> For those of you who are just joining now, this is Cass and Monish, and we're, this, this show is Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs, and we're talking about triggers. First part, we were talking about what is a trigger, what are triggers, and what... Um, what kinds of things trigger us? Maybe we can talk more about that. But how we react um, to triggers and what kinds of things we do with, with um, when something triggers us, stimulates us, exactly. uh, provokes us, provokes us, right? Provokes us not just to destroy our life, sometimes to even create our life because some triggers, you know, what may seem like a fit of anger. It might just be a hidden potency that in that moment you make a different choice to change your life completely. And I can say that that what happened with me or what I created with drugs, I was struggling for so many years, eight or nine years of that intense addiction. And I woke up one, one night in the middle of night with my bed on fire. And that was my trigger. Okay, my body does not wish to die. It's very clear. And it's the fourth or fifth time this is happening. I'm clear with that. So that triggered me to change my life, to make a different choice and to empower myself out of it. So Cass, would you like to speak about one or two of your own personal triggers, whether it was with your relationship or something, a trigger that actually created greater and not just something that just destroyed the life? Because so often we just see triggers as bad and wrong rather than looking in the possibility of them. Absolutely. I mean, I um, remember when I was in New York and I had, I lost my job. And for me, that was just a life changing experience because I mean, I don't lose a job, right? And it was a career I was um, in. And the moment that uh, people found out that I had lost the job. I got so many solicitations. Come work with us. You don't even have to go through the interview process. We'll just, you know, come in and meet the um, director. I was in the hotel industry for years. I got so many invitations and really um, great. And I was about to go and meet the director. And I could not even get on the bus. I couldn't even get on the bus. I couldn't even get in the taxi. I just was there. I started crying. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck is going on here? Right? And, you know, and um, what I realized, I called them up and I said, hey, you know, I'm really sorry. I, I don't think I'm going to make it. Um, maybe this is a change that I've been asking for in my life. Right? I don't think um, that this is the time for me to go directly into another job. And that choice, that trigger, right, that 
was caused apparently by an outside source, you know, a company that fires you. Um, how much does that happen? Does that show up um, that we are creating? You know, the not being willing to make the choice to do or create what we would like in our lives. How much does the universe say, let me give you a hand? And we don't even recognize it, don't even acknowledge it, but we go into, oh my God, it's terrible, mm -hmm. right? What's happening? Oh, I've got a problem. This is an issue. I've got to resolve it. Mm -hmm. So this question with access, what is right about this that I'm not getting exactly. is awesome. When yeah. something triggers you, when something shows up, right that starts triggering emotions or self-doubt or guilt or sadness what is right about this i'm not getting and another question which i love so what is it that i have been asking for in my life that this showed up mm -hmm. really and exactly. giving yourself counting to 10 living in 10 second increments counting to 10 before you go into reaction the moment you feel like you're emotionally um off balance, right? Uh, not grounded, as they, they say in this reality. Just ask, okay, so truth, what is this? As Anish said, what do I do with this? Can I change it? And if so, how do I change it? Those are four great questions. And another two questions is, so what is right about this I'm not getting? What have I been asking for in my life that this shows up? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's one of my personal experiences. And from there, I, um, it was the beginning of six months that completely, that, that was a trigger that completely changed my life. One of my, I lost one of my best friends. I started um, traveling again for work. I came to Rome. I was living in New York City. I came to Rome for work. I remembered how much I loved Europe. Uh, that I had been living here for a year when I was 21. I ended my first marriage all in six months. And uh, yeah, and I started creating something different in my life. And I probably would not have been, you know, moved to Italy, met again my current husband, ran into access from a girlfriend who was living in Italy at the time. All of that, just the whole life changed with that trigger, which a lot of people would have responded to. And, oh my goodness, I've got another job offer, I better do that. I've got a pension, I won't get my retirement funds, I won't have a good reputation, I won't, I better, you know, I should, um, I shouldn't. And so all the should, shouldn'ts, won'ts, can'ts that we go into um, when something shows up that seems like a disaster what if that is the trigger the stimulation that is going to lead you toward the life you've been asking for but it just isn't showing up the way you thought it would exactly and folks is that good <laughs> yes like that. absolutely and do remember it never shows up the way you want it to or you expect it to that's the way the universe plays out and if you can just have that awareness it will allow you to be grateful for everything that shows up, the way it shows up, with no point of view. With gratitude, it is literally the key to opening up to a different door no matter where you are. 
even if it looks like a deep dark room and you've decided there is no crack in the wall try gratitude just be gratitude say i am grateful for what's showing up and how it's showing up how does it get any better than this and in that moment another possibility just shows up as if by magic literally you know so what is the purpose can of can i just say can i just say something sure. about this that also and maybe tell me if this is for our last section but also sometimes things show up that trigger you to take a stance um to step up mm-hmm. to declare okay this is not working for me this i do not desire i have to step up and change mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. so there's a difference in the energy when it's a reactive yeah and when it's a clarity so what is it that you are being triggered to that causes a reaction um instead of a clarity that actually allows more choice everything that does not allow you to perceive no and receive that is trying to create all that yes Right and wrong, good and bad, and bad, all my short voicing. I'm sorry, I just wanted to say that. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you for that, because that's a brilliant, beautiful nugget. What I wanted to share with the listeners, um, what is the purpose of us sharing these stories? Because these are not just words. We do engage your mind with the words that we're saying, but there is a massive energetic transformation, a shift that is occurring in everyone's universe, whether you're listening it live or a replay. That's the beauty of energy. It's non-linear. It does not subscribe to the time. Because everything is non-linear in the universe of possibilities. Everything is happening, occurring, taking place simultaneously. So these words, these anecdotes, these experiences are basically to take you to that spot, that space, that hidden corner or that blind spot even where you're not willing to look at something and the minute you acknowledge it the second you turn your awareness towards it energetically it starts to melt away you know so if you're new and you haven't learned the tools of access consciousness and if you feel like a fuzzy feeling a tingling sensation in your body or something of that effect like a little vibration or some sort of movement energetically please know that that is the energy that is shifting and transforming and becoming clear and melting away creating space for something else that is way more beautiful to show up in your life so everything that doesn't allow you to know be perceive receive that and everywhere you've been just confused and blending it <laughs> into something else will you please destroy and uncreate it all right and wrong yes get him back talk to times a godzillion all i shows what And why do we keep saying that times a godzillion it's a number so large times a number so large that you cannot go into the mental calculation only god so large that only, only god knows exactly <laughs> so i always say it's sometimes times an all zillion times a buddha zillion <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 absolutely and these um really these um tools are great because it gets you to recognize that there i mean we all know the world would be fabulous if we were god if we were on the planet alone um <laughs> and we're not thankfully and also recognizing that outside sources 
sometimes cause triggers, but they stimulate something in you that you know. And one of the things is that we have an infinite capacity to know and perceive everything, right? And receive everything. And times what we do is we go into the judgment of ourselves or the wrongness of us or um, the wrongness of other people uh, because of some of the things that show up. But there's always a gift. There's a gift in everything. So that's what that question, you know, what is right about this I'm not getting, right? And you may react and there might be something right about that, that reaction, that trigger that caused you to go into a snap reaction uh, might be just the energy that is required to move something forward. So I always say, please do not spend so much time uh, going over the past. Look at, okay, from here, where do I go from here? What's possible now? What's possible from here? A lot of times we get triggers from things that are not in our memory and not in our cognitive awareness. They might not even be from this lifetime. They might be from past lives, parallel lives, four trillion years. You know, I do this uh, class every now and again called Tales from the Golden Planet. It's a great story uh, by Gary Douglas. And that was in the foundation years ago, Tales of the um, from the Golden Planet. And uh, hopefully it'll, the book by Gary Douglas and Dane here will be coming out soon. Um, Golden Planet book. But there's so much that we are aware of um, in the universe and the universes that is possible. And sometimes when we perceive someone choosing something less than we know is possible, then we go into reaction. So just listen to this part again and know that sometimes our trigger, our reactive, you know, a reactive energy can be about something that we know is true that is not showing up. Uh, so everywhere we've gone into the wrongness of us for having a reaction about something, please, we're just trying to include all that. Yes. <laughs> right, on Good Dad Online, Pot Box, Short Puts Nest. And remember the question, hmm, what's right about this I'm not getting? Mm-hmm. What is the lie here? And spoken when you ask that question, unspoken. what is the lie? Exactly. <laughs> spoken or unspoken. It doesn't, you don't even have to know it specifically. It just evens out the energy and you become, again, in control and in the position of choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how and would I like to react? Even going into, you know, look at your body. If you're having an allergic reaction, that's just your body giving you information that there is something that's not working out and it's time to change it, whether it's something you're eating or something in your vicinity that is kind of counteractive to what you would like to desire and it's showing up as that red spot or that pimple or some sort of allergy, whatever. And look at Toba. Mount Toba, the volcano, right? That wiped out the dinosaurs and supposedly the virus that was killing the dinosaurs. And then the life sprang upon planet Earth again, all over again, in a very different way. So what if 
going into that trigger, which sometimes looks like that it's going to destroy everything, actually is not. What if beyond that destruction is another possibility, a greater possibility that you have been so desiring and asking for, but sitting on the fence about that, oh my God, I cannot take a jump. I cannot jump off the cliff. So what if today you're willing to look at just one area of your life where you've been sitting on the fence and just energetically jump off the cliff. I'm not saying just run to your terrace and jump off. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, folks. I'm just saying energetically just look at doing what will create more. Look at choosing and being what will create more. So that's for this section, folks. And we will be back on the other side of the break. Thank you so much. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. This is Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. If you are listening to the live show today, you can call in to one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 You can also send us an email to beyondlovesexandotherdrugs at gmail.com. Now, let's continue this week's discussion. Hello and welcome back. Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs with Gas Thomas and Munish Malhotra. Well, we are very, very grateful that within just a few weeks, we have listeners from 60 countries, thousands and thousands and hundreds and thousands of listeners tuning in, subscribing, and just receiving from what we are sharing. Hi, Gas. Hello, darling. I so enjoy these conversations <laughs> also. <laughs> exactly. Just to listen back to them is such a treat. And I love that we go all around the world also. <laughs> and, and sometimes do uh, recordings uh, of the show uh, in advance and sometimes live with listeners also and translated. So if you ever would like to hear this show in a different language, just let us know. You can reach us at beyondlovesexandotherdrugs at gmail.com or cassandmonish at gmail.com. And we have been doing some sessions with people uh, online, dynamic uh, 15-minute sessions, um, SOP sessions, uh, also hour-long sessions. And some people have been uh, asking for a series of sessions. So if that's of interest to you uh, on any topic, love, sex, drugs, money, relationship, uh, work, uh, we're both very busy <laughs> workers, um, but with ease and with fun. So, and we've been um, playing and working together as well. So uh, any way that we can be a contribution, because, you know, uh, one of the things that triggers me to keep working and keep traveling and keep facilitating uh, the wonderful classes of uh, access consciousness, uh, body classes, foundation classes, bars classes, uh, and lots of other things. Manish is now doing uh, talk to the entities classes and sessions as well. Is my 
awareness of how much these tools and the sessions and the classes change people's lives and open them up to more. So that's a trigger for me. Um, a lot of people are triggered by money. Uh, and I love money too. A lot <laughs> of people are triggered by uh, conflict. I'm not a big lover of conflict. I'm not so addicted to that, but you know, <laughs> that's it. So what is it that triggers you to be more of you? What is that? What's that for you, Manish? Yeah, well, earlier, before coming to this class, I used to think that I should be able to give so much more and create so much more change in everyone's life just because I know more or perceive more. Let me just remind people that he's um, (laughs) currently at the Certified Facilitators, Access Certified Facilitators training in Costa Rica. That's the class. Yeah, go ahead. And then this literally was a game changer for me to just say that I can only contribute what everyone is willing to receive. And Gary pointed out to me that if with my contribution, I change one person's life, it changes the world. It creates more change. So what if we stopped fighting for the change and just see what's possible to change here with the gentleness, with the gentle insistence of our being by just being us and inviting them into the space of that energy that we be to show them what's really possible for them and not judge them for choosing more just because you have decided that they should choose more and they should go there. Ask, is now the time? What can this person receive? What can this situation receive from me? What can this relationship receive from me? And never make yourself wrong. Never make another person wrong, no matter what shows up. I guess. That's what yeah, I and you, Yeah, you know, also, it's so funny because sometimes we get triggered to say something to someone or we get the inspiration or the, you know, motivation to say something to someone and they, like you said, don't receive it. They snap back at us or they, you know, make a quick judgment or or something like that. But please know that if you're triggered, that there is really this flow, this ebb and flow in the universe, that it, whatever you say, do, um, or our being creates a change, whether or not you know about it cognitively or not. You can say something to someone, and this happens so often to me, and you know, weeks later, days later, months later, even years later, they send you a note or an email and say, hey, do you remember when you said this to me? And most of the time, you don't <laughs> remember. Um, it really was such a great change for me and so please know that you what if you never ever did or said anything wrong it just might not show up the change the way you thought it would <laughs> exactly and the emphasis on this statement or awareness is only to let you know that do not make yourself wrong for the way something shows up because when you are operating and functioning from the universe of possibilities when you make a demand of yourself and a request of the universe 
the universe literally changes and adjusts itself to facilitate what you're asking for. And it always shows up. And if you are not subscribing to the construct of the time, if you're not fixated on how it must show up, otherwise it's not showing up, to be grateful for the way it shows up and when it shows up and acknowledge more when it shows up, then it shows up even more with even more ease. And what will it take for all of us to acknowledge that with total ease? Yeah. Joy and <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and sometimes, you know, this, uh, once again, when something shows up, just ask, so what was I asking for that this showed up? And just allow yourself after that question to have a 10 seconds of silence of space and see what shifts. Maybe it's your heart beats a little more calmly. Maybe it's your um, smile that comes on your face. Maybe it is someone that calls you. If you're willing to really be in the question about everything, right? Be asked the question. So what's right about this that I'm not getting? Then what occurs in your life are many, many more possibilities. Many, many more possibilities. You know, one of the things about triggers is that sometimes we go into reaction with them. But if we are willing to ask a question and allow ourselves that space between the trigger, the stimulation, and the action or reaction, then we can make the choices that will create more contribution in our lives, to our lives, and to the lives of everyone and everything around us, even mm -hmm. if we're not aware that they're around us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's time for some magic. So who's ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So it's our contribution section. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I go first today? Yeah, sure. Oh, thank you. So everyone listening live or later or next year or 100 years from now, please close your eyes and become present with one or two of your triggers or the aspects or the fixed triggers that always show up in any particular situation. It could be sex, anger, relationship, money, food, addiction, drugs, whatever that might be for you. And if something that I've not mentioned here in words, just get the energy of that. Because the energy of most of these triggers or responses, sometimes auto-responses, is pretty much the same. Now, allow them to be what they are and not what you have defined them as. And here is the little bit of magic. This is a tool of access consciousness and it's also a brilliant body process that currently CAS teaches in the three-day body class and even I teach in a one-day body class. So let's look at that issue, that trigger, that hidden energy, whatever you have going on. Now, molecularly demanifest all thoughts, feelings, emotions, 
sex no sex and demolecularly manifest knowing being perceiving receiving and choice molecularly demanifest all thoughts feeling emotion sex no sex and all the implants and explants and demolecularly manifest infinite knowing being perceiving receiving and choice molecularly demanifest all the anger rage hate fury blame shame regret and guilt life living death reality obsessive compulsive addictive points of view love sex peace jealousy business fear relationship doubt and everything else that goes along with it all of the thoughts feeling emotions no sex all the projections expectations separations rejections judgments conclusions decisions including the secret and hidden ones and now d molecularly manifest infinite choice infinite knowing infinite being infinite receiving infinite perceiving infinite simultaneity of contribution the non-linear gifting and receiving the infinite communion with every molecule of this universe and every other universe of the oneness to truly be and now synthesize harmonize with every molecule the ease joy and glory you truly be for this life for every past life and every future life on this planet and every other planet right and wrong good and bad talk and pop all land shorts boys and beyonds and whenever you're ready you can open your eyes <laughs> yes lovely 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 and you know we have the capacity to change anything it all starts from you with your point of view what is the point of view that you have that if you were willing to see things from a different point of view would change what shows up in your life you know even if you're looking east right and then you turn and look west you have just changed your point of view you have just changed your perspective you have just opened up different possibilities so where is it that you're looking down in your life that if you were willing to look up and out would give you so much more possibility choice and be so much more of a contribution you know and yeah. i just would like to say this this thing about um these triggers you know i was in a relationship with someone who was using a lot of drugs 
And they would get triggered to want to use drugs when they were feeling happy. Right? So, you know, I'm a pretty positive person and, you know, inspiring and, and love happiness, right? So whenever they would get that stimulation, that, you know, relaxation, that ease, that joy, that happiness, that would trigger them to want to do drugs because that's what they associated their moments of happiness with, the drugs, you know? So everyone would be happy and then all of a sudden you'd perceive this energy of them getting ready to go out and buy some drugs. And wow. Yeah. And so once um, after getting out of that relationship, I was with a girlfriend of mine um, in North Carolina, and she was with a guy who had been two years off of drugs, crack. And uh, I met him, you know, that earlier that day. And then the, the two of us, my girlfriend and I, we were having lots of laughs, hadn't seen her in a while. We were enjoying ourselves. And he walks in the room and says to her, can I talk to you for a minute? And I got that awareness of that trigger that I had been familiar with <laughs> from the pre previous relationship. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, don't give him any money if he asks for, you, for money. And she looked at me so strangely. Now, these are one of those things. I was triggered to say that to her, right? And she just shook her head and left the room. And when she came back in the room, the look she gave me felt like it could kill me. And she said, how the hell did you know? And I just started crying. And I said, and I've been pocking potting what I said to her. I said, I wish I didn't know. I wish I didn't have awareness. You know, so how many of the triggers that we perceive aren't even ours, right? We're aware of them because we've been in relationships, we've been in families, which are relationships where, you know, mom or dad, if you said the wrong thing, would become violent, you know, or mom or dad or brother or sister. Uh, would start being really nice and kind to you when they wanted to sexually, you know, abuse you. Or how many more, you know, how many more? Or your your lover comes with a bunch of presents and is being overly nice and friendly, uh, which means they either have done something that they don't want to face up to or want something or, you know, how many of these triggers and do we recognize um, that we may not have really um, cognitively received. So the question again, what's right about this? What is this? First of all, what is this? Truth, what is this? And put truth before a question and you will perceive the truth and you'll perceive the lie. Truth, what is this? What is this that I'm perceiving? What is trigger this stimulation this that I'm getting? Truth, what do I do with this? Sometimes it's nothing. Just being aware of it, all of a sudden it no longer is triggering you. Uh, it's just simply an awareness and you don't have to do anything. If it's something you're not liking, truth, can I change it? 
And if so, how do I change it? Yeah. And if I can add one more, is it even mine? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I was saying. A lot of the triggers that we are aware of are not even ours. And so, and that's an awareness. Yeah. That's an awareness with that. Absolutely. That connects. That really connects to the second question. What do I do with it? Nothing. This is not even yours. You're just aware. You're a psychic radio that's basically picking up signals from left, right, front, back, up. Maybe not down. Okay, from down also. <laughs> All the directions. You know, sometimes as far as 8,000 kilometers all around you. Sometimes as little as three kilometers all around you. Sometimes as little as the next neighbor's house and what's going on there. And suddenly you're feeling irritated. So if yeah, you're willing exactly. to look at that, you can really empower yourself out of that oblivion of what to do with this into just the bliss, the joy of awareness and acknowledgement that you're just aware. It doesn't mean you have to do anything with it. Exactly. And, you know, we perceive the energy of what's light for you, what's heavy for you, what is it that is vibrationally compatible with your awareness, right? And that makes you usually light and bubbly or a smile or space in your chest area or like you have wings, it makes you feel at home. And what is not light for you makes you feel not so great, closed, heavy, clamped down. I've got a great uh, telecall called Light, um, light or Heavy, uh, actually, which is, you know, for me, amazingly um, easy way to make choices in your life, knowing what's light, what's light for you. So what are the triggers that are actually gonna create more in your life, right? And when they are not, you can molecularly demanifest, as Monish said, and please listen to that again, everything that doesn't create more and demolecularly manifest everything that does create more. <laughs> Time to stop. Okay. Let's uh, <laughs> see you soon. And uh, thanks for joining. Thank you, guys. We love you all. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. I've embraced imagination. That's our show for now. I'm Cass Thomas. Be sure to join me and Monish Malotra next week for another thought-provoking program on Beyond Love, Sex, and Other Drugs. We're live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Let it walk along my body streets Wearing dreams upon my face Look at me 